Well, in our gospel passage this morning, it's uh, very relevant, actually, to the first reading as well. Uh, there's this leper that comes, and uh, he asks the Lord to heal him. The Lord heals him. And it's very important to note what he says immediately afterwards. He says, don't tell anybody about this. And, and he says he sternly warned him. He, he, the Lord was very kind of severe with him and, and serious. And uh, all throughout the Gospel of Mark, Jesus is reported as saying to the people, keep this on the lowdown. Don't go broadcasting this everywhere. Of course, the guy does the exact opposite. He doesn't listen to Christ. He goes and he tells it. And then he's, you know, the Lord's getting overwhelmed by his popularity and everybody's coming to see him. Uh, there's a number of reasons why uh, throughout the days of our Lord's earthly ministry, he wanted people to kind of be on the lowdown with what he was doing. One of them, one of the reasons would be that at the time, uh, many, many Jewish people understood the Messiah, the coming Messiah, to be uh, a kind of a, a purely political figure who would liberate Israel from the rule of the Romans and lead them in battle to become a dominant nation in the world. And so their understanding of the Messianic era was a very kind of earthly and political one. Christ knew that. That was a false conception of him. So if, you know, without his guidance and instruction, the word got out that this guy's the Messiah, it would have been kind of a mess. And uh, the Lord wanted to, little by little, reform the people's thinking about what the Messiah was intended by God to be. That's one of the reasons why Jesus didn't want his reputation to get spread too quickly. Uh, another reason would be to avoid sensationalism. And there is always going to be the risk that if uh, the report of Jesus' miracles got out ahead of him, apart from his instruction, what would happen is there would be a separation between the miracle and Jesus' teaching. And it would just be Jesus is a wonder worker, and no one is actually listening to what he's saying. Because Jesus' message was tough. It was hard. Now, when that guy went out and he published abroad the miracle, I can guarantee you he didn't include, he did not include, and Jesus worked this miracle, and that must be true what he's saying. Because what he's telling us is that we need to repent of our sins. We need to reform our lives. We need to be converted because the kingdom of God is at hand. I can guarantee you that was not included in this guy's message. What was the event was reduced to the wonder worker, miracles, signs, wonders, come and see, you know, three ring circuits. I'm reminded recently it made the, the Catholic blogosphere. There was a, um, a priest in the Philippines who was very sternly rebuked by his bishop because for his Christmas homily, he got on a hover, hoverboard. I don't, I don't know much about these hoverboard things, but I guess they're the rave with the kids nowadays. So these, these hoverboards, and they're like just little tiny things, but they, you can just zip around and move on them. And so in the Christmas homily, he got on a hoverboard, and he zipped up and down the, the aisle singing some Christmas tune. And so that would be, now Now we can thank God, the man was humble enough because after his bishop rebuked him, he said, okay, I won't, I mean, he, was, he wasn't like some kind of, you know, rebellious jerk who was saying, I'm going to do it again if I want to. He said, okay, I'll, I won't do that again. 
<laughs> so, but, but that would be an example of sensationalism where everybody got excited. There was all of this intention, attention that was given it. And actually the whole world caught it. I mean, at least in the, the blogosphere, the Catholic blogosphere, everybody paid attention to it. But did the people walk away from that homily saying to themselves, hmm, I think I need to convert. I think I need to believe in Jesus Christ, give my life to the Lord, and, uh, and, and live for Him solely and fully as Him Lord of my life. Like, I don't think so. I think what came out was, you should have seen what Father so-and-so did. Wasn't that just so great? Look at that. Okay, and the kids would be like, yeah, that's cool, and then forgot about it in three days in their lives. It would have, it would have made no real difference in their lives. So that is the kind of sensationalism that Jesus uh, wants us to avoid. Uh, the person who is attracted to, attracted to this kind of sensationalist approach to religion, what they're doing is they're avoiding the hard work of actually changing themselves. And that's really what we see in our first reading as well. The Israelites wanted, they, they took a kind of a magical conception of God. They wanted to bring the ark in and then just... Da, 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 you know, ta-da, Superman, God is a Superman. He comes in and he saves the day and he destroys their enemies, annihilates them, and they're all like, hurrah, we won. That's what they wanted. But ironically, that's not what happens because the enemy, who are pagans, they said to themselves, oh my gosh, this is pretty serious. They're bringing their magical items against us. And so what that means is that we got to work all that much harder we got to man up. we got to have courage and fight like we haven't ever fought before. And they do that, and they kick the Israelites' butts. You see, the Israelites were thinking, well, we don't got to do anything. God is just going to come in and save the day. And ironically, it was the pagan enemies who said, well, we got to do something. Otherwise, we're going to die. And, so, and they win. And so the point is, the point is that we got to do something. The work is upon us. We are essentially and directly involved in the gospel and in the human drama of salvation. And uh, so often people want God to come in as a superman and kind of do lots of lights and fireworks and save the day. Where What they're missing is that it, it, we are being asked to believe. We are being asked to trust. We are being asked uh, to, to convert and reform our lives, of course, with the help of God and, and by His grace.